Hi, everybody. This is Jimmy DeYoung. Thanks for taking a few moments to join us as we take a look at the book. God's Word tells us we have a responsibility as born-again Christians to go to the entire world, to the Jew first, and also to the Greek or the Gentile. In other words, everybody on earth must hear the gospel message of the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ because it is that power of God unto salvation to everyone that believeth. I have in my hand a copy of a five-hour audio series on CD entitled, To the Jew First. We need to have a compassion for winning Jewish people to Jesus Christ. The Apostle Paul did have that compassion. In Romans chapter 9, he said, I would be willing to go to hell myself if I could win my kinsmen, my people, my brethren, to Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior. Well, there's much that we have from God's Word that will assist us in understanding why we must reach out to the Jewish people. Foremost in that reasoning would be the covenants that God made to the Jewish people. Ultimately, in the end times, they will turn to Christ. Can you take a moment with me? Let's study about the covenants that God made to the Jewish people. It's part of going to the Jew first. We'll study, and then I'll tell you how you can get your copy of To the Jew First, a five-hour audio series on why and how to share the gospel of Jesus with Jewish people. Right now, let's study about God's covenants to the Jewish people. Now, wait a minute. Let me show you something else. Look at verse um, 17, if you will. And there is hope in thine end, saith the Lord, that thy children shall come again into their own border. Do you understand a people without a land or not a nation scattered for 2,000 years living in other people's lands? in other countries of the world being persecuted. That's what Deuteronomy chapter 28 says. You're going to be a proverb. You're going to be a distaste in the mouth of the people of the nations where you live. You know what happened? World War I took place. You know, sometimes we're so concerned about a war. And I, I don't like war. I, I didn't want to go to war. I was in the Air Force. Pastor was in the Navy. We didn't really want to go to battle. I didn't want my boys to go to battle. But wars do take place. And I believe in the will of God. Because you know what happened in World War I? The British people defeated the Turkish Empire in the Jezreel Valley in Israel. And when the Turks surrendered to General Allenby, in November of 1917 and then went and gave up their responsibility December the 9th 1917 on the steps of the Tower of David and just inside the Jaffa Gate the British took over and do you know that was the beginning of the redemption of the Jewish people the land was out of the Muslim world into the hand of the quote quote so-called Western Christian world and because it was in the hands of Britain. You know what God did? God used World War I to prepare a land for a people. He worked through political process to prepare a land for a people. That's what he promised. Jeremiah, 2,500 years before, said, they'll have the land. When I resurrect the people and bring them back, I'm going to bring them into their land. They'll have their own borders. It'll be, Ezekiel says that land will be better than it was when your forefathers had it. It's going to be unbelievable. 
Oh, by the way, you know what he did? Use World War II. Now, how he used World War II, the dastardly act of Adolf Hitler and his Nazi SS agents taking Jews and putting them in furnaces and in crematories, burning them to death, killing them, letting them starve to death, burying them alive. And the Jews realized they needed a safe haven. And so what did they do? Went to Israel. God used World War I to prepare a land for a people, and he used World War II to prepare a people for that land. Boom. God at work. We've been watching it. Oh, let me show you something else. Look here in verse 23. Thus saith the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, as yet they shall use this speech in the land of Judah. Now, what is that talking about? Well, it's talking about, as you keep reading, how they praise the Lord. And how does a Jew praise the Lord? He doesn't speak in Yiddish. He doesn't speak in Spanish. He doesn't speak in Russian. He doesn't speak in English. He doesn't speak in Polish. He doesn't speak in French. He speaks in Hebrew. Do you understand when he prepared a land for a people and a people for a land, and he brought people out of 108 nations of the world, they had 108 languages and dialects. And so it sounded like a return to the Tower of Babel. Everybody walking around speaking their own language, nobody understanding the other. So he raised up a man named Ben Yehuda. Ben Yehuda and his new wife in the late 1800s moved to Beersheba, southwest of Jerusalem. There in Beersheba, on a farm that they started, he taught his new wife how to speak Hebrew because he had uh, learned Hebrew as a very religious Jew, and they did use a little bit of Hebrew in the uh, religious services. So he, he started inventing new words because the Hebrew he was using, it was Bible, biblical Hebrew. He didn't know how to communicate. What do you call a telephone, <laughs> you know, or a automobile or a television? He had to have new words for these new things. And he put together a dictionary. And then he started a way to teach Hebrew, Ulpan, where you just go into Ulpan and you learn how to speak Hebrew. I mean, that's what Toy's been doing for these last couple of years. And that's why she's become almost fluent in Hebrew, just in a short period of time. It's a miraculous way to teach the language. And the other people wanted to know it. So they got around, oh, Yehuda, and they said, how do I learn this language? And uh, he started teaching them. And he brought back almost single-handedly the Hebrew language. I want you to know something, folks. I don't mess around when I'm here. I don't play games up here. I'm not in the mood of playing games. I don't like playing games. Everything I do has a purpose in mind. When I got up and said, Boker Tov and Shalom, you know what I was doing? I was letting you touch fulfilled prophecy. After 2,000 years of a language being dead, you ask any linguist, the language was dead. They didn't use it for daily commerce, didn't use it for education, didn't use it in their conversation. But God resurrected a language. He resurrected a people. He resurrected their land. He resurrected their language. This is all the evidence of when he's going to, in that time period, give them that last covenant. 
Thank you so very much for joining us as we've taken a look at the book. We've endeavored to try to explain the whys and hows of sharing the gospel of Jesus, the Jewish Messiah, with God's chosen people, the Jewish people. We discussed the day, the promises, the covenants that God made with the Jewish people. You'd probably like to have your own copy of this five-hour audio series on CD entitled To the Jew First. We look at the command, the contradictions, the compassion, the covenants as we did today, and the conflict that will ensue. You need to have a copy of this. It's entitled To the Jew First, and it's available at our website in our shopping mall. The address of the website, prophecytoday.com. That's prophecytoday.com. Or you can call our toll-free number, 877-674-3298, and make your order of this five-hour audio series on CD entitled To the Jew First. We have a responsibility to bring the gospel message to the Jewish people around the world. Thank you so very much for listening to this study we've had together as we've taken a look at the book. You know, when we even talk about the fact that uh, the covenants promised to the Jewish people are reasons for us to try to win them to Jesus Christ as the Messiah, but it also gives us indication we're living in the end times because these covenants will be fulfilled. God will keep his promise. We're living in a time when the rapture could take place. In fact, the truth is it could happen before I even conclude this statement. With that in mind, nothing left for me to say then, except let's keep looking up until...